Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lose the Cape, episode 30. Welcome to the Lose the Cape podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Well, good morning on this September 5th Labor Day holiday as I record this um, for Those of you who have not sent your kids back to school yet, I'm sure you are ready for this week to kick off and get going because many of you will be starting school tomorrow. And for those of us who have been in school for a couple weeks, our kids are home today. So yay or boo, whichever side you take. Anyway, uh, today I'm really excited to interview Richa Jane. She is a business strategist who loves to work with women and help them um, make a thriving online business, which that's kind of what a lot of our focus has been geared towards lately as we have been interviewing many, many women who are working from their homes and trying to either uh, supplement or completely survive off of their own income. Uh, Richa is a single mom, so she talks a lot about what life is like being a single mom running her own business and um, how she makes it all work out. So I am sure no matter what your situation, um, we talk a lot about organization and all kinds of stuff that are beneficial pretty much to any busy mom, but especially to those of you who are um, running a business and need tips on how to um, do that better. As a side note, speaking of making money from home and running your own business, our signature course Make Money Writing, which is geared largely towards bloggers and writers um, who are either already writing and want to learn how to do it, um, how other opportunities can make money, or want to just learn from the get-go how to set up and start a a profitable, profitable business, that's a mouthful, um, making money from their writing. So either as a blogger, um, a freelance writer, publishing ebooks, doing affiliate marketing. I mean, there's tons of ways that you can make money from your computer uh, with your words. So we are launching that course this week is the kickoff of the beta version. And um, if you want to check that out, you can use the code BOSSMOM for 40% off. And I will make sure that the code is in, I mean, the link to the course is in the um, show notes. But if you don't get a chance to get to the show notes, the web address is write-publish-sell.teachable.com. And teachable is T-E-A-C-H-A-B-L-E.com. That'll get you to the main page. And then you just select the course Make Money Writing. 
and you can go in there and see the entire sales page and use the code BOSSMOM for 40% off of your cost. Uh, we have, I mean, I could go on and on. I've interviewed a bunch of fun ladies who are experts in all of these subject areas, and it is so much information. It's ridiculous. Uh, this is the lowest price it's going to be because it is our first go-round, and we expect a few hiccups, but um, I guarantee if, if this is something that's interesting to you, trying to figure out how to make money through writing or through a blog or through um, virtual um, admin type positions for writers, uh, you got to check out the course. I mean, it's it's awesome. And I don't just say that because I put it together. Anyway, enough on that. So today I'm excited to share Richard Jane with you and all of her tips and strategies. And um, congratulations to everyone getting ready to send their kids to school. Woohoo. And be sure to check out all of the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 30. I would like to welcome our guest today, Richa Jane. Richa is a business strategist and mentor to women entrepreneurs. She likes to work with uh, moms or women in general who are setting up their businesses so that they can live the uh, the lifestyle that they want to live while growing an online, a thriving online business. She has over 13 years experience in um, software, soft, the software industry easier said than done, I suppose. And, um, but after, um, after that time in the corporate world, she decided she wanted to launch her own business. So now she works from her home office. She just says in the Hills. So you're going to have to tell us where in the Hills is. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and I look forward to speaking with you today about how you help, uh, busy mom entrepreneurs. So welcome. Thank you so much, Alex. I'm so happy to be on. And, you know, it's just like we were talking before we went online. It's just amazing the amount of pressure moms have to face these days. Mm-hmm. And like you, I'm working towards helping mom let go of some of that pressure. So, right. yeah, a quick bit about me. Um, when, you, when I say I work in the hills, well, my home is on the outskirts of a city called Pune in India. It's like in the middle of nowhere. I have a gorgeous (laughs) view of the hills, the grass, the meadows, and waterfalls during the rainy season. So yes, I love working from home. I love being able to get that view out of my office every single day. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, It is, it is. It's a luxury. Back in my, prior to this, I used to be in the corporate world. I am a techie by training. I... (laughs) I was in the semiconductor software field for more than 13 years, and I kind of hit the glass ceiling, you know? Yeah. Um, I just wasn't great. And my, once my son came along, I figured that work was no longer satisfying. It didn't warrant leaving my son in daycare every day and landing up in office to firefight a million issues, which probably could have been avoided with better management, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yes, yeah, so, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, after a while, I found that you know I looked ahead on the corporate ladder, and I figured I just didn't want to get there. I didn't want to be, I didn't want the kind of lifestyle that being the VP or the director would bring me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my big aha moment. I don't want this kind of lifestyle. So okay, what do I want? Let's go out and create it. Let me let me figure out what I want and let me go get it. 
That's great. Do you um, do you only have the one son, or have you had other children since then? I uh, know I have only one son. He's seven years old right now, and quite a handful. <laughs> Little boys can be. My son is nine, and he is, whew, he's a handful himself. So I understand that completely. Yeah. Um, Moms of boys. Yes, exactly. So um, I do. I want to talk a bit about your business then. So you left the corporate world, and and how mm -hmm. did you wind up going from doing techie software stuff that completely beats <laughs> my brain to doing to doing what you do? Now? Can we tell us a bit about what exactly it is that you do? Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, uh, for the longest time, I think back in two thousand six and two thousand seven, I knew I wanted to do work that helped empower women. I've always been financially independent and I realized how much that has helped me make certain lifestyle choices and certain decisions mm -hmm. that most other women cannot, Yeah. right? Whether it's buying my own house, traveling the world, or even separating from the ex, right? I was able to do it because I was financially independent. Mm -hmm. And I realized that so many other women are stuck in jobs that suck the soul out of them or in relationships that are abusive or you know to varying degrees because they're not financially independent so i always knew i wanted to do this work but it took a meandering path it took a long winded meandering path to get here mm -hmm. prior to this i started a gaming lounge which was back in 2010 and after I quit my corporate job, I actually, I mean, I'd wanted, I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was on the sidelines of the business world for a really long time. When I quit my corporate job, I started what came easiest to me. I was always a prolific writer, so I started tech writing. I started writing blog posts and content for tech companies, mm -hmm. for tech startups and small companies. From there, I realized that, you know what, I was helping them just by writing their blog posts. They were like, how can you write this? How can you, you know, make this tech topic so simple? How can you explain it so easily? I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. Exactly. <laughs> but, I found, but I found over time that I was helping more with, you know, stuff like their internet marketing, their web design, because I had been studying them for the longest time, like for eight, for the last eight to 10 years. So I started helping them and slowly I gravitated towards uh, this whole group of women entrepreneurs online. And I found that I could help them. You know, we I attended a, a couple of courses and stuff, and I found that most of the women who were starting their own business were also funding by the same set of issues. And I figured, hey, you know what? There's enough guys to help the tech startups. They've got enough funds. They've got their stuff going. Let me branch out and instead help the women. I mean, because it's when women start a business, it's about so much more than just a business. You're absolutely right. Every woman who started a business has done so at some major turning point in her life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've worked with, I've spoken one-on-one -on -one with more than 100 women over the last year. It's always at a major turning point in her life. It's always a journey of self-discovery, self-exploration, and growth. And there's always so much more to it than just the pure business parts of it. right? And I realized I could help. So that's what I help clients with today. That's yes, great. I'm primarily a business strategist, but I help them, you know, more than the business strategy, I find that what I'm helping them with is getting over their mental blocks, getting over the 
limiting beliefs that they have about themselves, that they can or can't do this, that they can or cannot charge for their services. Yeah. And, you know, that they are, I've met women who've worked in the industry for 15 years and still don't think they're an expert. Yeah. Though they're leading teams, though they're doing all of that stuff. So that's, that's what I help them get over. You know, it's really interesting. Women in general, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I guess it's just the way we're raised or something. I'm not sure, but so many yes. of us do struggle with value and self-worth. And I think what, what I mm-hmm. see in particular in my industry is a lot of mothers who have been, gosh, I hate to, it's such a, a fine line to walk because I do mm-hmm. believe that raising children is one of the most important things that we ever do in this world. And I know that Absolutely. there are many mothers who are okay with that being their only function. Um, I, I've never been of that mindset. Like I've always wanted to do other stuff too. Not that mothering wasn't enough, but anyway. So, um, but I feel like I struggle with those issues too, because I feel like having been out of the the real workforce for five years, like, I'm like, who, what, who, what kind of an expert am I? Who cares that I have all this experience doing blah, blah, blah. I don't, you know, anyway. So yeah, it, that's, that's the mindset challenge is, is almost yes. harder than figuring out taxes and, and um, <laughs> business structures and all kinds of stuff. Exactly. There is a lot of information out there about business strategy and things, but how does it apply to you? Mm-hmm. And the problem that women face is when they try to apply that strategy, they have all of these uh, voices in there. You're not good enough. You can't do that. Who the hell are you to think you're an expert? Right. And you know what? If it were a guy with the same kind of experience, he would stand up and say, hey, I'm the expert on this. Exactly. I'm the best in the world on this. Exactly. So, yeah, that, that's the step one that I help clients through with. And then, yes, we go on to build their you know, to put in the right structures and strategies in place for the rest of their business. But it all comes down to this, their mindset. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe you can send me something that we can include in the show um, show notes. But if you have any particular books on mindset or websites or something like that on mindset mm-hmm. that you'd be willing to mm-hmm. share, um, I'd love to include that information because... We do have a lot of, um, in particular, bloggers, writers, and moms who are running their own small businesses, um, internet-based mm-hmm. businesses, and I'm sure, I'm sure that would be a, a topic of interest. So, uh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, so that explains how you describe yourself then as the part business strategist, part life coach, part spiritual maverick. <laughs> you have to, you have to get all, yes. all, all into all of it, huh? <laughs> So, yeah, it all adds up. Yes, exactly. So um, I, I guess you alluded to the fact that you're also a single mother. Um, yes, I am. And how, what, are, what do you find to be the most challenging elements of not only being a, um, a, a self-employed <laughs> mother, but also a single mother? Simply uh, the logistics of it, the sheer logistics of it. I'm sure. Trying to juggle everything for a seven-year-old, I mean... The right kind of food, nutrition, all these classes, activities, that's that's by itself a full-time job. Yes, right? exactly. And, uh, along with that, taking care of everything for the house, making sure the groceries are stocked. You know, it's those simple things. It's not people often think that the hurdles, it's when you think of hurdles or 
you always think of the big stuff, you know. There's going to be some major financial meltdown, things like that. But it's the small things of every day that pull us down. Yeah. It's the small things of every day that take up most time as well as mental space. And as a single mom, that's my biggest challenge, how to make sure my mental energy is allocated to the right things. I have my business to work on. I have to run the house. I have to be a parent. I have to manage the logistics of parenting. That's mm. that's a lot. So how do I make sure? Most days, honestly, I'm just physically exhausted at the end of the day. Yeah. But uh, what I've learned to do is face myself and at times but it simply, you know, the, what I do in my business, make sure I do that in my life as well. Structure things, schedule things, make sure everything is organized so I'm not floundering around at the last minute looking for his gear and activity and stuff like that. Right. right. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. Organization, it's, a, it's an amazing concept, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. The only moms I've met who are able to juggle everything about motherhood with the rest of life are fanatically super organized. Yeah, otherwise so much stuff drops through the cracks. I can't tell you how many times yeah. I forgot to take snack to my child's preschool this year. And <laughs> pretty much every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's, there's just too much going on with the juggle. Yeah, um, I, I had to pack four snack boxes in a day for the morning bus, for the evening bus, before swimming, after swimming. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a checklist for just about everything. That's the only way I can manage. Otherwise, I have a grumpy seven-year-old. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or you didn't pack yeah. enough food for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got yesterday. Well, my, my kids are at camp this week. I didn't have enough food. Well, I packed you like seven snacks. Well, I didn't want to eat my banana, and I didn't want to eat this, and I didn't want to eat that. And I was like, well, you clearly had plenty of food. Eat what I sent. But yes, well, I'm, I'm lucky that way. My son loves fruits. so oh, That's good. That my is fridge is stocked with fruits. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> do you have a particular time of day that is most challenging for you? And... Um, and do you have any suggestions or tips on how to to make whatever that is easier? Mm -hmm. Honestly, you know, my worst time of day is evening, 6 p.m. to like 8 p.m. Because by that time, I'm drained of all energy. My son is back. I just drove him back from swimming class. I have to make him eat and I have to make him sleep, which is challenging <laughs> by itself. <laughs> I mean, oh, I have to make him have a bath, eat and sleep. Okay, so that's a big challenge. But then along with that, um, I'm located in India. All my clients, 90% of my clients are in the US, right? So that's the time my clients are getting back online. Right. And they're sending me messages, they're sending me emails. That's also the time I need to get online for my social media marketing, mm -hmm. right? Because early morning is the best time to, you know, everyone checks their Facebook, everyone checks Insta, sure. their notifications and stuff. So how do I juggle all of that? And um, my day begins early. I get up at 4.35 every day. So I have to go to bed early. I can't go to bed really late. Mm -hmm. That is my most, so yeah, the last part of the day is the most challenging part. And honestly, I don't have a solution yet. I just do the best I can. <laughs> and sometimes that's all you can do is you just, that's all you you just can. survive it. Sometimes I just check it all and I say, Heck, so no social media marketing today. I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds like you need some more automation in your business. We should chat. <laughs> um, there's a part that's automated, but you know, there's like group engagement, things that you have to reply to live that you can't really automate. That's, that's true. The part. That's true. Automation is there. I'm an engineer by training. I love automation. <laughs> true. Who am I? What am I thinking? This is the tech software woman here. <laughs> that's so true. I, yeah, but. Automation is my best friend. It's my best friend. It's how I survive. Yeah. Well, in general, since you don't know how to help yourself through your craziest time of day, <laughs> in general, are there any, um, well, you mentioned checklists, so that's got to be a great resource. But what other types of resources do you help, um, do you use to help balance your life, your mother life as a mom and a businesswoman and, and websites, books, programs, any uh, checklists, whatever? Uh, so I read a lot. Of, I used to read a lot of self-help stuff, but you know, after you read a certain point, you feel that it's a bit too overwhelming, and there's no way you can implement it all. So you start beating yourself up about it. Mm -hmm. I got to that point, and then I stopped reading on <laughs> the Zen and the self-help stuff. <laughs> but what serves me every single day is, of course, my checklist. It's my calendar. I have everything scheduled. I have. Allowance for just about everything related to my son, waking him up, getting him to school, picking him up from the bus stop, his classes. <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> I have, I keep forgetting. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's I what... when I'm standing at the bus stop and, you know, I'm working away at home, so I have allowance set for that. And I do the same in my business. I have time slots marked for just about everything. Mm -hmm. It's checklists, allowance, calendars, and automation. That's that's how I keep my sanity. Yeah, that's great. Um, so uh, let's see here. Uh, you, when you, I want to ask you a question that I that I was just thinking about as we were talking. So if if a mom who's listening to our show um, mm -hmm. is thinking about thinking about that maybe she needs some type of business strategist or or coach, um, how does she get in touch mm -hmm. with you and and what? Can you just kind of give us an example of what types of things you would do initially um, to kick off your relationship? Sure. So uh, the best way to get in touch with me is through my website, therichardjane.com. Uh, go to the contact page, send me a message. That's it. Or you can get onto Facebook. My Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash therichardjane. Send me a message via Facebook. So typically when someone gets in touch with me and says, you know, they have a business idea, they want to start their own business, uh, I ask them first to schedule a discovery call with me. We usually schedule it a couple of days out, and before that I ask them to fill in a detailed form, you know, to see how serious are they about their business, what stage are they at, mm -hmm. right? What's their business idea, what stage are they at? Then we get on the call. Uh, it's more of an exploratory call to see whether we'd be a good fit, now, I wasn't kidding when I put that spiritual boundary part there in my resume, uh, in my bio. It's more of, it's very intuitive. If I feel we have a connection, if I feel that I can help that person, I will tell them. I will ask them questions. I will try to get how committed they are to the process. Are they just, you know, in that eternal dream phase where they just want to dream about being an entrepreneur? Mm -hmm. Or are they serious about doing a work? How committed are they? Okay. And then we'll help them if they are committed and if their style or their way of thinking gels with mine, uh, we go ahead and see what package works for them. 
Now, when I say about the nostalgia of the mind, uh, there has to be a connection. They have to, there has to be a resonance. There have to be certain basic things that we believe in in common. For example, I believe business, you're in business not just for the money, but also to serve. And there has to be a balance between the two. You can't just, women tend to do a lot of service for free without charging for it, mm -hmm. right? Men, on the other hand, think that the business is just about making money. Service? Hey, I'm selling this product. If they buy it, they want it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's about striking a balance between those two things. How do you balance the service part of it and the money part of it? And yeah, like I said, if there's a resonance, I do most of my work. Most of my work is one-on-one -on -one with clients. I don't have courses and stuff. I believe there are many courses and things out there, but that's not what people really need. If it was just having someone tell you what to do, everyone would do it. It's about digging deeper and actually having someone hold you accountable to do the work, having someone push you and move you down, having someone believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. Absolutely. And having someone uh, cut through the fluff when you're drowning in 10,000 things to do, right? So I work mostly one-on-one -on -one with clients and I help them through the entire process from uh, narrowing down, niching down their business idea. If you have, you know, 10 different things you're passionate about and you don't know what to start a business in, I'd help you figure out which of those is more likely to be profitable and sustainable in the long term. I'd help you figure out which is more in resonance with who you are or where you want to get in life, where you want to be in life. Okay. And I'll help you figure out the right kind of business model for that idea, the right, the ideal client for you based on that idea or that niche that you've identified. How do you reach out to them? What kind of strategy should you put in place? What kind of internet marketing do you need to do? And of course, the entire back end that goes to, into it, setting up your website, doing the automation, all of that. I'll help you through start to finish. Sometimes people need hand-holding right from day one or right from the beginning, the first step. Sometimes when people come to me, they're halfway through the process. They know what business they want to do. They've tried it out for a while, probably a year, two years, but they're not making money at it. In that case, I help you know, find out what's not working, why is it not working? And then we restructure it. We restructure it in a way that, you know, uh, basically fix whatever is broken or rather figure out how to get them to be the best version of themselves, the best version of their business. How can they start really making money with this business idea? Make sense? Mm -hmm. Perfect sense. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So you are a busy, busy woman. Um, how do you, first of all, do you ever find the time to make time for yourself? And what is your favorite thing to do for me time? <laughs> okay, I, I'm slowly learning that I have to make time for myself, okay? So the time that I call for myself is AM, when the whole world is asleep, when my son is asleep, and before the chores of the day hit me, smack in the face. So it's like 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. is my time. Mm -hmm. I sit out in my garden and meditate. Uh, I'll, right outside my house is a, a small park. So I go for a walk there. My son knows that if he wakes up and I'm not there, I'm out in the park. Mm -hmm. That time is my sacred time. It's time for myself. It's time when I get grounded for the day. I do my meditation. And I find that I need to do this, especially when I am busiest. The days that I skip it for whatever reason, I have too many things on my plate, I end up in a mess. Mm -hmm. 
So yes, I've learned the hard way that I have to carve out time for myself. Yeah, that's great. I love that idea. Um, I get up and walk in the morning too, and it's just, mm -hmm. it's a very good time to center myself and yeah, love yeah. it. The world is calm. There's a cool breeze. The birds are chirping. Yeah. It just makes you unwind, you know, easily into the day. That's right. Well, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to <laughs> us today. And um, just uh, one more time, let people know where they can, what, you, what your website is. Mm -hmm. So you can get in touch with me at therichardjane.com. That's, well, spelling it out is crazy. So Richard Jane, therichardjane.com. Okay. Therichardjane.com. <laughs> Got it. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me, Alex. I hope uh, your audience really enjoys this conversation and finds it useful. And I hope to stay in touch with you soon. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Lose the Cape podcast. Please make sure you check out all the show notes and important information at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 30 for episode 30. Thanks. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.